Hola amigos and welcome back to the Wild Chase, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's me, your fearless leader, Rio. I am your dungeon mistress for the evening. Uh, we, we've been gone for a bit. We did, uh, as we had announced before, we did Anime Houston and then we immediately caught the flu right afterwards. So that's why there's a little bit, bit of a bigger gap than expected in our recording uh, schedule. But we'll be, we'll be right back to where, we, where we're supposed to be. Uh, the uh, other announcements, we know that we're going to be doing Anime Dallas as well, coming up in November. We will have more announcements and stuff like that, and that will post it on Twitter as well as in the Discord. And that really should be all for now, except, you know, our standard standard uh, advisement. Everybody stay hydrated. If you do not stay hydrated, we're going to show up to your house and beat you up. And if you have prescription medications, make sure that you're taking them as prescribed. Well, I mean, I guess we could say that at the beginning and at the end, but yeah. Anywho, let's Just start covering our bases all the time. Don't forget our sponsor. Uh, Oh, you mean our sponsor is Hydration? Our actual sponsor. Oh, yeah. Our real no, sponsor. Our real sponsor. I forgot about that for a second. Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we work in partnership with Animotion Plus, which is an anime goods store located here in Waco, Texas. Uh, if you, uh, do not live in Texas, that's totally fine. They have an online shop, and we are, we will be happy to post the link in the description. They have some wonderful stuff, and they get a lot of their goods directly from Japan, so it's a, it's a great way to get really, really good stuff at good prices. Uh, we, like, buy way too many figurines from them all the time. Technically, I don't buy them. Uh, Mal buys them, and then he gives them to me, which is amazing. But, you know, same difference. <laughs> Anywho, carrying on, uh, please uh, introduce yourself, friends. Is it me first? Yeah, yeah, it's totally me first. It's always that. you first! What? Hey, 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 I can't help it that this thing goes in alphabetical order, and I have an M, and everybody else is farther than me in the list. <laughs> All right. Uh, if it ever helps uh, you. I'm Mao. I play Alexi, the human bard. Hello, everybody. This is your lovable Mor- Merc. I will be playing Sensei, the Warforged Cleric. Mork. Mork. Yeah, I finally, I finally messed up. It's Mork now. It's Mork now. Finally messed it up. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Jesse. I'm playing Masuru, our tabaxi bard. Hello, this is Shane playing Tegan Voltarian, the Eldric High Elf. Eldric Knife Elf. God damn it. It's contagious. We're all doomed. No, no, no. I got it, I got it twice perfect. And then, of See, course, you I messed everyone it. up. What a punk. I know. The worst. Anywho, so last time on the Wild Chase. We got blowed up. We we did stuff. Yeah, we did stuff and things. Anyway, just just kidding. Uh last time on the Wild Chase, uh the a a scouting party of goblins uh entered the junkyard to uh, to go after the kobolds, and our wonderful party, uh Defeated them. Yes, that that is what happened. Uh, yep. Sensei used uh, their first ever first ever channel divinity, which uh, turned out very well. Uh, up until he grabbed uh, grabbed the goblin booyog, uh, which is a magic user. Uh, by like he he grabbed him, and then the the or like yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, my brain, guys. It's because they okay? didn't drink any water. That's why. Uh, as, as they they grabbed the uh, 
the the goblin booyag, uh, it exploded. And then they they went back to they went back to healer, got a got a reward for their assistance, and were convening to discuss their plans on how to deal with the the goblins. Uh, they also discovered that the goblins had plans to and had been watching the guard rotation and had plans to attack the different guard stations every couple of hours. Anywho, so that's where we last left off. Children. So as you guys are Hello? as you guys are standing in Healer's little sanctum in the the Cobalt Village, what are your plans? Um, I'm so sorry. I was being terrorized by my boyfriend, and I missed what you just said. You guys are standing in the Cobalt Village. Okay. I was pretty what sure we'd plans? resolved. I'm pretty sure we we came to the conclusion that it would be a good idea to attack the goblins before they attacked us, oh, and yeah. so we went. We were going to go on an ex- a goblin stomping mission. Yes. Yes. That is what we had resolved last session. Yeah. I'm that- sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm disturbed and distracted by somebody writing milk barn yum. I am. Can okay. Are you drawing on the map? Somebody is. I am somebody gonna, just put a. Somebody just put a, I, I am gonna kill all of you. Hey, that's not me. <laughs> but assuming here we're after finishing, you know, the first part, um, I would guess we're going to the kobolds to ask them more about goblin activity within the area. I don't know. Is that what you're doing? It makes sense to me. Well, you guys are in the Goblin Village. I thought you just said we we're in the Cobalt. No, you're in the Cobalt Village. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you guys are standing in the yeah. Cobalt Village. Okay. We do have a map. It's awful, but we do have a map. Wow. <laughs> no, he, he's not talking about the map I made. He's talking about the Goblin map. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh no, Mike's pretty savage recently. So yeah, oh my say. gosh. He just took shots at me? What the heck? Guys, so all of our enemies this session are targeting Sensei, right? That's, that, that would be their job anyway, but all the same. I mean, would uh, that be your job, not their job? Because they're trying to kill all of us. I'm pretty sure Sensei's there to take the hits. All the same, uh, let's follow the map and go stomp some goblins. Oh, 100%. Okay. So, you guys are just going to leave the Cobalt Village? Uh, well, real quick. We already said real goodbyes. Quick. Real quick. Uh, has anyone seen the the Nala stomp um, videos on TikTok? Oh, my. Uh, let's go stomp some goblins. I, no, that's told, it's, it's why it's related. Has anyone seen them? No. No. Okay, then no one's going to understand the joke I was going to make. Never mind. Okay. Onward. Anywho, so as as you guys are leaving the, the Cobalt Village, uh, Letty stops and says, Wait, are we really just going like that? Yes, little Letty. We do believe that this is an issue that requires expedience. We should 
Strike while the iron is hot, as the saying goes. Yes, I, I understand that. That is the smart part of the plan. But what if more goblins show up here while we are gone? Should not one of us stay behind? Hmm. And Tegan walks up to Letty and kind of like squats down and is like, if you were to decide on who were to stay back, who would that be? Well, I mean, I am not as experienced in combat, but if goblins were to show up here, maybe we would need someone who is. So either myself or Haven would be my suggestions. And Haven just sort of shrugs and goes, she's got a point. Considering the tactics utilized by both of you in the last engagement, would it not be wiser, instead of just one, to have both? One to control the environment while the other deals the decisive blows? And uh, ha yeah. Haven ra raises an eyebrow and lo looks at uh, Alexi and goes, You really think you guys don't need me? Honestly? It would be good to at least have two people down, back back here keep an eye on uh, things, just in case they do send a, a wave down here. I say, since it has, let's a, since it has point. a point. And Letty nods and goes, "Yes, I I feel like I am most comfort comfortable with that plan." And Haven just nods it nods too and goes, "Well, if that's what you guys think." Like, well, you know, there's uh, you're the, there's every chance the goblins won't show up here and you guys will have a shit ton of them to, to face, right? That is true, but I'm pretty sure we can handle it. Sensei's going to uh, lightly uh, take their uh, warhammer and wrap it uh, against the, the shield, just kind of knock it against it uh, kind of softly and uh, gr glow very brightly. If there are many, it is something to look forward to. We will make sure that there are none left to threaten the innocent. And the the little kobold that you guys now know uh, know as Onyx comes running up to you guys and goes, "Yes, and I I, I will I will show you the way, and I I will I will make sure that you get there safely." It is much appreciated, our friend. But make sure that once the fighting starts, you get clear back to this location. We do not want you getting caught up in the fray. Yes, yes. I run away very fast. Good. And uh, as as you guys leave, uh, you as you guys leave, uh, Letty and Haven going back into the village to sort of keep guard. Uh, and you, you head out towards, uh, you head out towards the, the through the destroyed entrance that the goblins came through. You can sort of, in the distance, see a little bit of uh, uh, a pointed uh, structure and billows of dark smoke coming away from it. 
Well, as everybody's walking up, um, Sensei's going to turn to Tegan uh, while they're walking. Good, Tegan. We are small in number against a superior force. Tactics would recommend that we make small covert attacks to weaken their perimeter and their overall fighting force before engaging them directly. What would you recommend? You have some experience in this, I believe. I will agree with you. As the ones that I have mainly dealt with, it's more of a concept of instilling fear. So taking out the outsides, if you will, and then coming in with the realization of there is no backup works very well. And demoralizing them and then being able to finish them off without as much hassle as a full-blown raging group coming towards you. That would increase our chances of survival, but I worry, if they scatter into the countryside, would they not reform sometime later and again prove to be a threat? That is something I have dealt with over and over again. So... I can't say 100% on the fix, if you will. But yes, trying to limit the amount that escapes is definitely the game plan. Because whenever the fear kicks, there's also the cowardice of the lower minions that will run, as you stated. So, unless we can create a parameter or, say, a focused area in which they can't escape, in which we can push forward, that would be the game plan. Masudu, Alexi, do you have any ideas? you have any experience with dealing with groups like this? They're likely to flee? Uh, the Kyrisians, they usually fight to the death. They very rarely escape the battlefield, and we all know how the fiends act. As Tegan said originally, making sure that we limit any possibility of backup arriving is a really good way to start the battle. A good way to avoid them being able to run away would be flanking them, surrounding them, or backing them up into an area where they can't escape. While you guys are discussing this, each of you roll me insight checks, please. Alrighty. Alrighty. A natural twenty. A natural one. Oh gosh. Since it's got a seventeen total. For any I have a I five a, total. I got a fourteen. Well, I'm sorry. What? What was Sensei's? What was Sensei's? 17. 17, okay. I was laughing at the, the natural one. You remember Dick Diddley, friend. Uh, the rest of you, you're, you're getting some inkling, at least by the behavior of the, the goblins that you just faced a little earlier. You're getting some idea that something, especially the fact that the Booyong just chose self-destruct rather than, you know, escape, which is definitely against goblin nature, 
uh, each of you are sort of thinking that something is driving them to, like, driving them or influencing them to actually fight to the death, which is counterintuitive for usual goblin behavior. So Tegan's plan is right, but something is telling you that that there's a reason why it's not going to be that simple. Because mm -hmm. goblins will usually value their own life and survival over any other motivation, but something is influencing them to actually risk their own safeties. Um... I'd like to roll religion and see if uh, any of my teaching, specifically about any of the gods that goblins are used to worshipping, would instill this kind of fervor in them if they happen to be uh, led by like a goblin priest or some other figurehead. Side yeah. note, and this is just for jokes, brutal but cunning, or cunning but and brutal. Ha, 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 ha. Anywho, yes, you may roll religion. Okay. Uh, that will be a 19 total. Okay. Uh, there are no, there are no goblin, like, there are, there are of course, goblin, goblin, like, deities of, of battle and such like that. But even then, these, the, the pre-existing known deities for goblins, uh, like, have never exuded that much effort or influence over goblins. Goblins have still, at their core being, been goblins. Like, they're, they, they will fight until, they will fight until the, uh, the, the confidence that they will win is swiftly taken away from them. So there's, there's no, there's no goblin deity that you can think of that, that would, uh, would galvanize them. As much, especially considering it's not just the kobolds they're after. They've gone after guards, too. Alrighty. Uh, in that case, um, Sensei will ask Alexi. Alexi, we have seen on the battlefield when there is a very charismatic leader that it often bolsters those around them simply by having its banner raised uh, throughout the course of the battle. I remember some tactics that we literally had to charge through enemies just to take out such leaders in order to demoralize the rest of them. Could such standard tactics be applied here? M mayhap there be some leader that's inspiring these goblins or instilling fear into them? That seems like the that seems like the best uh, answer to what's going on here, because that that one uh, uh, that one killing himself was not normal. So when we make it to the goblin camp, it's best to, to check out the situation before we fully engage on them. As you guys are coming, uh, coming up one of the, the hills, uh, Onyx comes scurrying back to you to be like, we're here, we're here. The, 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 the tower's over that way. Thank you, kind Onyx. Be sure to make it safely back to camp. We will take it from here. And, uh, as, as he goes, uh, as he nods and, and goes to run off, he stops for a second, looks back at you and goes, make it back okay. Okay. 
Okay, we will right. do our best, young Gronix. And the little ner- nervousness in his face sort of vanishes as he happily runs off. Well then, this one is not suited for stealthy approaches. Perhaps we can take care of some sentries and find a vantage point to be able to further survey what we have to deal with. You can, from this hill, see the, the front of the, the structure. So as, uh, as you guys have sort of hit the, uh, the, the top of this hill, uh, you can see, as, as you get a view over it now that Onyx has skirted off, uh, you see the, the, long, the, the tall central tower, maybe about, it's for goblin standards, I guess you could say it's, it's a big tower. It's, it's more wide than everything, but it's about three stories tall and uh, made completely of wood that looks like it's been stolen from people's fences and maybe in barns and chicken coop and stuff. Uh, you can see that the same the same can be said of their their little their little their little wall their little barrier. It's made of stolen uh, stolen pieces of wood as well as uh, pieces of trees and rocks, and uh, and it's got metal spikes sort of protruding out of it like broken pieces of metal. Uh, the one thing that uh, causes some sort of some sort of reaction in each of you is there is the corpse of a guard hanging from the one of the the poles in the the large open doorway for this this goblin camp a pole for a guard there's a there's the little poles that make up the little the little entryway of this camp mm-hmm. the a dead guard is hanging from one of them. When Tegan realizes realizes what it is, um, he's he pretty much states or like announces like, "Son of a bitch, they're doing what I do." Masuru um, is gonna ready his guitar, and while he's ready, I feel like, "And what do you do?" Um, well, like I said, I lived on the top of of a mountain, essentially, and in order to incite fear to keep those goblins um, who lived at the base of the mountain from my camp, I, the best way I could put it softly is I created mannequins of warning, which was using their defeated ones. So essentially, this is a warning sign, and they're trying to keep us away. Well, it's a warning sign that first won't work, and second won't be hanging much longer. Oh, no. No, it won't. I need... All of you to stop real quick. Okay. And we are going to roll evens or odds. So evens or odds, odds, homie. Odds. The rest of you? Odds. Odds. Okay. And now I need every single one of you to make me a wisdom save. 
Alrighty. I always have a really bad time on this, but how do you determine your wisdom save? Uh, your uh, if you're trained in wisdom uh, saves, it will just be your wisdom uh, modifier plus whatever you roll. Plus your proficiency, but if you're not, it's just wisdom modifier oh. plus your roll. Okay, I found it. Thank you. I got a 15. Sensei's got a 17. I just rolled a nat 20. <laughs> That's the second one of the night. No, nat 20. I had a nat unnatural 20 the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had, he had a dirty 20. Yeah, dirty 20. So, I got a 3. Okay. Jones um, on chipper. That's a bad roll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good for me. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys are contemplating your plan, um, suddenly it feels like the air gets heavy, and you hear uh, a voice echoing in each of your heads. Uh, only Tegan, this is causing you excruciating pain right now. Uh, as you hear, oh, it looks like we have spies. Why don't you come in and say hello? We'd be spies, executioners, same thing. So Sensei is going to remove their pack. Uh, just kind of set the hammer down and remove their pack real bit because we're up on this hill. And since he's going to pull out a box of the herbs and is going to hand a single one of the uh, the tiki root to everybody here. I mean, obviously not Sensei, but to the other three. And since he's going to look at you and say, chew this and keep it in the inside of your lip for the next five minutes, it'll help guard you against poison. If they already know that we're here, they're likely to coat their blades and arrows. Master is going to take it from him, not his thanks, and start chewing on the root. Yeah, this is Same. going to give you advantage on poison on Constitution saves against poison. Sick. Right. Sweet, yeah, sick. And uh, Tegan just took five damage from that, by the way. Uh, since I already took an action. <laughs> Shane. I I will say like while I'm holding my head, I will take the roots from Sensei and thank him for it. But at the same time I'll look at the party and say they know we're here. Quick question. Um all of our like spell slots and everything reset from our last fight, right? Yep. Yep. That's what okay, I'm gonna. Did. Noticing Tegan holding his head, Mister is gonna be like, "That's no way to start a fight," and I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds for him. Oh. So he regains a one d eight plus seven. Well, okay, that would just heal. No, oh. no, not seven. Sorry, that was the wrong one. Looking at the wrong. I was looking at the wrong. Sorry, no, I was looking at the wrong. Looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1d8 plus 5. Okay, but then that, w that would heal him up. He's only lost 5 yeah. HP, so you good. Yeah. So 
So taking your head feels I, significantly better. Yeah. Like standing back up from kneeling down from the headache. Thank you for that. Um, but I don't know if you all heard it, apparently. But uh, there was a voice that said uh, to welcome us here. So they know we're here. So now, considering that, what should our game plan be, you think? Well, we're they know we're here. here, we know they're here. Ultimately, we're pretty much on even ground. No. No, we are not. We're definitely not <laughs> on even ground. We're pretty much walking into a trap. I just want you to understand that. Ah. <laughs> It's right. just a joke, my friend. Okay. I, <laughs> I just Our had best, to make sure you understood that. <laughs> with them knowing that we are here and having time to expect us, our best plan of action would be to try and lure them out here where they would nah. not have had time to set traps for us. Uh, okay. No. Let's take that into consideration, though. So, we have a larger metal man next to us and if we are to cause any direction if you will on being noticed I think Sensei would be a great point of view for that this there one over here this one finds it curious if they truly knew that we were here why then would they attempt to speak to us why not let us fumble around and then counter ambush us psychological what? warfare no it's not psychological oh yes it is psychological <laughs> but the main reason why is because he doesn't see us as a threat Oh, that was definitely a feminine voice. Oh, that was definitely a feminine voice? Yup. Yeah, she doesn't see us as a threat at all. Or she thinks Tegan's cute, one of the two. Please. Don't. <laughs> Please. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No, no, we do not need that storyline-wise. <laughs> <laughs> this one is still... Confused, though, it, threat or not, it likely, if it's detected us thus far, wouldn't just reach out via telepathy just to invite us in unless it was willing, willing to portray something specific. It came across as a show of strength. To you, perhaps the situation is that they are weaker and wish to portray something more than what they are. By having us willingly come out, it puts them in a position where they can use the resources to their greatest advantage, whereas if we choose to not comply, we may 
be able to take advantage of their weaknesses still. This one does not believe that we should do as the voice says. When you say not as the voice says, are you saying we shouldn't just straight go in? Or should we keep it with the stealth approach? Because obviously they can reach out to us. Yes, through this telepathic means, but we have been here on this hill for a few moments now, and we have not been surrounded nor approached by their forces. They have not come to escort us into their camp, nor assault us. This one finds that very odd. Right. This is like out of character. But seeing that I was the only person impacted, would y'all want me to actually <laughs> go in by myself? By yourself? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely oh not. Okay, I mean, just because the jokes about the female. No, 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 we're just playing around. We're 100% playing around about that. That's what I was going to say, no, instead of joke. Okay, just wanted to be there for plot reasons and storytelling. No, no plot reasons. If we're going in there, we're going in there together. We are not sending one person in there just to get freaking uh just to get jumped. We are not involved in half elf trafficking. We're not gonna sell you to the goblin bitches, okay? I appreciate you. That's I all. I got you. You're good, buddy. <laughs> Why did this episode end up like this? <laughs> you made one comment. <laughs> There's possibilities in the writing. Who knows how it will go. Listen, if you want to roll to seduce the goblin, you roll to seduce the goblin boy. No, I no. will support you. Yeah, my, I'll support my your decision, fear, bud, but, like, come my on. Fear would be rolling does not. And, high, <laughs> and I have no choice in the Look, matter. You, you don't support his decision because you can't, robot. Oh, <laughs> we just established he has feelings. Yes, we we've just established, established that. We we established this, but we already know how Mercer is whenever he plays his man whore character. Yeah, that's that. That's fair. Okay, onward. Yeah, he's just mad because he can't do it this time. <laughs> that hurts because it's true. But I appreciate y'all for not sending in me to be a potential meat in bad roles and bad outcomes. So, thank you. No so does, problem. So does anybody <laughs> in character respond to Sensei? I'll be completely honest with you. All that's stuck in my head right now is T and Goblin Girl, uh, and I don't remember what Sensei said. Uh, can I do a perception check to make sure there's nothing around us as we're having this, <laughs> this these stupid conversations? That sounds that's, like a great idea. Yeah, that's all right. That. Go ahead. I got a 21. 21. 21. Sensei got a 26. 
17 on me, so thank gosh y'all got better rolls than me. I mean, I got a four, so. <laughs> I got a rock. He's having a crisis. Buddy, are you okay? I'm gonna, no, let's take a, a break and let you, you go get a different set of dice. Like, or some. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to start rolling for you? <laughs> I have bought nine sets of dice. Uh-huh. Seven out of nine treat me terrible. The okay, we'll go grab one you of the two that them. doesn't. Well, yeah. I've never Dice treat you better when they're gifts. Yeah, 100%, because this, this turtle speaking, set has been amazing. Uh, yeah, this gifts, metal set. Speaking of gifts, come get your birthday gift, fool. Well, you can get your birthday gift, fool. But, okay, I was about um, to say, I was like, who the fuck is she talking to? <laughs> we both have August birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's the first, I'm the seventh, my brother's the fourth, my sister's the fifteenth, I have one friend on the twenty-first, another on the twenty-fifth, and another on the nineteenth. I, August is a bind, but <laughs> it's kind of nice. Anyway. Just do, like, one Anywho, I'm gonna go get my other guys real the, quick. Keep going. Yeah, sorry. Back to the D&D everybody's here to listen to. This is obviously you, Tegan, know, Tegan, you mean they don't want to learn about birthdays? Tegan saw jack shit. Uh, there are, uh, there are wargs leaving the, uh, leaving the goblin base right now. Two very big wargs. And are they coming was, towards us? Uh, slowly but shortly. Masu is going to look at us and say, what was that you were saying about none of their troops coming out? Who's well, saying that to who now? At the time, Masu was that saying was that true. to <laughs> <sighs> While taking into consideration that it no longer is, what would we like to do about this situation? This one has... Three potential strategies. First is engage the enemy head-on. It is unwise, but likely to be the most aggressive and succinct of tactics. The second is to flank the enemy by having some of us engage directly while the others hit from the side and then move on to the camp. The last is a tactical retreat. We would leave and go to get reinforcements since we no longer have the element of surprise. And as as they're getting closer, you can see that there are uh, there's a goblin on the back of one of the wargs. As uh, they stop to, at the foot of the hill and sort of shout up at you and goes and and shouts and goes, "Hey, you up there?" Yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh my God! You are given an invitation. From the Fang Mother. So it's best not to keep her waiting. So back to my original plan of she doesn't see us as a threat and we might as well just go in. Mr. is going to respond to the goblin. We just didn't feel like we were properly dressed and we're discussing our options. I'm going to pull. I'm going to pull Masiru by the ear and say, "No, no, no." And you we don't want them to know that we see them as a threat if they're not seeing us as one. 
And the goblin scoffs and goes, It's a part, you know, like, it's a camp full of goblins. Most of them ain't wearing much, except for scraps of cloth. The goblin is saying this? Yeah. Hmm. Like, we just wanted to make sure to show her the proper respect. Well, the longer you wait, the more disrespectful you're being. Fair enough. Real quick aside, so we decided to go in, right? <laughs> yes. Lead the way, our goblin friend. Uh, no, you I'm have not gotten the, the gear that you ordered yet. That should be ready by the time you guys are done with this. Okay, cool. I don't like this. <laughs> Tegan? Sensei is going to turn red, but follow the party with weapons and weapon and shield drawn. As you guys come down this this uh this hill to see this uh beast rider goblin, uh the closer you get, whereas you were in the heat of combat before, you didn't really pay too much attention, uh you can see that he's got uh dark green paint across one of his arms that sort of spirals around it. And uh the even the wargs have this paint uh striped into their fur. And mm. he waits until you Matching guys tattoos. you guys are you guys are down down like enough to meet him and then the wargs circle around you and walk on either side of you guys up to the the gateway. Oh, great. I'm uncomfortable. Of course you are. I'm just saying I'm tense as fuck. <laughs> Jacob's like I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Under the guise of... Uh, I'm, I'm keeping my guitar in my hands. And as the guise of, like, not trying to look like I have a weapon ready, I'm just going to start, like, strumming the strings a little bit while we're walking. Sensei is going to be counting every single goblin as they walk through. And warg and everything else that looks hostile. As you guys step through the gateway, the wargs seem to stop behind you outside, uh, and the you can see one, one scout on the top portion of the gateway, uh, and there are, there are two more scouts on the small roof of the small, smallest hut nearest to you, and three on the, the bigger hut. Uh, there's also numerous goblin warriors, about eight total, standing around when you, when you enter this, this area. Uh, and there's the you pass the body of the hanging guard on the other the post opposite to the the goblin that's on the fence uh as you 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 enter this large open area at at the the back where there there are hordes of stolen stolen items and everything as well as a new a number of corpses that are that are lying around some some appear to be mangled some are some are like burned. Uh, and then in the far back, you, you can see this actual structure. And there is a, a large opening that looks way too big for any of these goblins in the structure. Interesting. And as you walk in, uh, several of the goblins are, uh, but this, this isn't the whole, of course, there, this isn't the, the whole of the area. There are metal spikes and everything protruding that seem to be blocking off other, other areas of this, this camp. Okay. 
which signifies that there's there are probably more goblins around here than the ones that you just see. And as you uh, as you walk into camp, uh, in the large opening at in the large opening at the the back of the camp, in that that big opening in the tower, you see at first it's just pure darkness, and then you see glowing green eyes that are incredibly large. As you hear that, that's voice, ominous. As you hear that voice in your head again. As she goes, it took you long enough. When you say you heard that voice in her head again, are you meaning only me? Because uh, of all four of you. This time, this time it's not causing you any pain. So are we in the middle of the camp then? Walking towards the tower? Oh, you guys are about... Oh, God damn it. Uh, right here. This is where you guys are. Alrighty. So as you guys have walked into the in she says, it is it like you, it took you long enough. Our apologies. We weren't expecting such an invitation. Not many do. It is above your station, I imagine. But I can smell the wilder on you. It is something amazing. The wilder is the reason why I'm here. The reason why you're here? Oh, yes. I come from a place elsewhere. And the wilder summoned many things here, including these useless little goblins. They make... They make good enough forces, especially when I'm just starting out. If this is just starting, you must have very grand plans indeed. Grander than you can imagine. I could be like that insect who took the moon. But no, I was stranded here on the planet itself. An insect took the moon? Does it not appear differently to you? It does, but I was not aware that it was because of any insect. And why would you be? As you said, that's probably something above my station, but I would be very interested to hear about it. You see, I come from Druiland, uh, and as you can tell, I am one of the Tabaxi. My people love stories. I can't say I've very often had the chance to speak with somebody like you, so I would very much like to hear any story you may have to offer. Oh, yes, a story. Those I like. Let me tell you the story of a little fay beaten down and taken 
everything was always taken. Now it's my turn to do the taking. Um, Sensei is going to prep Shield of Faith to cast on themselves the moment that it seems like uh, things are about to pop off into combat. It, it is a bonus action, so I'm just prepping it and getting ready to cast it. Roll me perception checks. Sure. Checks as in all of us roll? Yes. Uh, since I got a 15 total. 18. 14, baby. 16. Uh, okay, you guys all, all got high enough. As you guys are staring at this uh, uh, abyss and this, this blackness in this tower, you can see movement and every little bit of stray sunlight that touches it. Uh, you realize it is a long, long shape that seems to be coiled around itself, and you catch little glares of light in the, the little spaces in the wood from this poorly constructed little tower, and there is some sort of large serpent in there. Oh, gosh. May I cast Dancing Lights, like, halfway between us and it? So it kind of, like, light up the area. Uh, yeah, sure. As you cast dancing lights. You can crib to four torch-sized lights within range. The range is 120 feet, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. Okay, we'll say, hiya. Oh, I messed that up. Hold up. What is that? Hiya, hiya, hiya. There you go. I'm a little glowing orbs for you. I have a map, guys, for the people who are listening. <laughs> as you uh, as you manage to conjure up the little glowing orbs, you're getting a better view of what you can see of this this creature. And as the um, as as the the light sort of flickers to life, you see the 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 pupils of the serpent sort of dilate. And she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I hadn't realized that you wanted a good look at me." You see, I come from a place where it's always dark. So, the sun makes me sleepy. But I guess I can make an exception. As the a large emerald green serpent comes flowing out of this opening. And there are little little bits of scales that look like that look like they're they're sort of tapered off into little spikes. Oh, OC. Side note. Not a fan of this. I am. Not looking like we're about to have a good time. Wait, what, 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 why are you a fan of this? I said not a fan of this. No, Tegan said I am. Why are you a fan of this? <laughs> Big snakes, man. Personally speaking. Big snake that's going to eat us. Maybe. Maybe. No, it's going to eat us, Tegan, and keep you as a pet. Please don't. You didn't want to kiss a goblin. Are you going to kiss a serpent instead? I. I you hesitated. Be, you hesitated. Why are you hesitating? I, I would rather be kissed by a goblin than swallowed by a snake. 
Okay, that was not my question. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry if I interpreted that wrong. <laughs> I said, you said you didn't want to kiss a goblin. Would you kiss the snake? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. I like that how you thought about it for a bit. <laughs> okay. 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 It's nice to know where the line is, guys. There are lines to. Do you actually got a picture of this, Jack? I do not. I wish I did. Like I came up with this when I was planning this encounter, and I was just like. Uh, well, I I come up with it like initially when I started planning the campaign, and I kept thinking, oh, I'm gonna ask Callie to. I I will ask her though. I was gonna say I was gonna ask Callie to draw it, and then I freaking forgot. So, can we blame this whole thing on Callie? Oh my God! How yeah, dare you? That's what I'm getting out of this. But uh, as as this. As this, uh, so back to back to what was going on. As this creature uh, emerges, and uh, she sort of uncoils herself as she comes comes out of the out of her little her little hiding place. She doesn't seem to have fully fully exited the tower. As she she arches upward and looks at all of you and goes, "You may." Choose to worship me at any time. Question. Why should we? Oh, sweet, innocent, little, dull elf. Does the presence of perfection not register in your brain? Not saying... The snake is pretty cool, but you got to give me more on the wise. Because it is my turn to take, and I will take everything on this little piece of land as far as I can slither. And I'm going to start with that big stone city. Okay. So you're going to start with what? Uh, uh, okay, let's, with, let's take with, a step with back. With the city, with the city, Alexi. Yeah, let, I know, let, with city. Okay, let's, you let's, said what? That's what? Let's take a step back. Why do you want to take the city? Because everything will be mine. Alright, uh... Does it have to be everything? You have all of this. There's some uh, other empty land that you can overtake, and you have all of these goblins to serve you. That is quite a lot. Mm, these goblins are a fetid sort. To be honest, I was thinking of disposing of them. What would be the gain of taking said city? No game. Gain, I think so he said. So, if you have no gains from this, then why? Because when I came to this new place, I decided that since there are no reigning archfey, that I would be the new queen. 
Okay. There is no one here to stop me, other than yourselves. And I'm already temp tempted to replace my little goblins with a lot of you. But of course, that requires testing. So, tiny children of mine, it is time. And as she, as she says this, all of the goblins begin drawing their weapons. Yep, casting, 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 right now. All right. Uh, uh, Sensei uh, was trying to uh, get a head count on all the goblins that he uh, saw walking in here. Would he happen to have gotten that head count? Uh, the ones that you've seen thus far are just the ones here. There are definitely more in the back. Don't, I don't doubt that. Uh, you want to roll me perception to see how many you, you caught? Yes, please. That's going to be a 21. There's a, at least 20 more in the back. Oh, buddy. This is going to be fun. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> casting that spell still. Okay, and everybody roll me initiative. All right, let's go. You want me to read Ooh. that spell first? Uh, Shield of Faith. I got a go 23. Ahead. All right, so <laughs> Shield of Faith, it's a bonus action. Uh, it's a uh, level one spell. Um... A shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range. Grant to get a plus two to AC for the duration. It's range is 60 feet, but Sensei's targeting Sensei. Uh, it's up to 10 minutes long. Okay. All right, then. So you guys want to, since we're about to start combat, y'all want to take our quick restroom break, and then we'll, we'll get all of our initiatives down and start? Sounds good. I drop my initiative. But, yeah, be fine. That'll be fine. So, everyone, uh, we are going to take a quick restroom break. It'll seem like no time at all has passed. Uh, we'll be back. And we're back. Uh, we took our, our quick break. I made everybody, I wrote down everybody's initiative, and we are continuing onward. So, so at, she says. at the top of the round, it's Alexi. All right, sweet. So, which one's the snake? Uh, the snake is not on this map. She snake is. is not on she map. is behind these spikes. Okay, sweet. Hold sweet, up. sweet let sweet, me sweet. let me get my laser. Yeah, behind these spikes. Okay, sweet. So she's not engaging with us or anything like that. Sweet. Nope. She said then, this was a test. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. So that half of the area is focused on. It won't be focused on me because Sensei's blocking. So let's go with... Bardic Inspiration on, on Sensei for my bonus action. Appreciate it. Remember, How yours could be used for attack rolls. How are you me. inspiring them? Honestly, Sensei's already inspired enough. <laughs> just, just a little pat on the back. Yeah. Just clang, clang. All right. 
Carry on. The unspoken bond between bros. No, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. The, the, the unspoken bond between soldiers, brothers in arms. <laughs> Better? Yeah, I kind of wish I wasn't a soldier at this moment, but it's all good. <laughs> all right, I'm just going to postpone my uh, turn till one of them move up on me. Okay, so you're going to hold your action? Yeah, I'm going to hold my action. Okay. All right, onward. Next on the list is Masuru. I'm going to give Bard consideration to Tegan. I'm going to turn to him and be like, You said you fought goblins before, right? Show us something fun today. Alright. Cool, um, and then I am going to do something. Um, we can hear seriously. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening and don't know, Cersei is her boyfriend. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on, uh, I'm gonna, well, okay, I'm gonna step forward a little bit, like this, yeah, and then I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave, which emanates in a 15-foot cube, so I should hit these three guys. (laughs) You said cube, I think you mean cone. It says cube in the spell read. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you, babe, <laughs> must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. In please, addition- please make sure you're further away from us, then. <laughs> Okay, uh, go Better? <laughs> um. As you get all up in their space. Yeah, exactly. Uh, spell also emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Okay. And I will be casting it at second level, so it will be 3d8, um, for damage. Okay, what's their save? Uh, they have to hit a constitution saving throw of at least two to two. Sixteen. Okay. Let's see. Let's see how the boys do. Uh, that's a fail. That's a pass. That's a fail. So four is the only one who passed. Congratulations. What? Goblin number four is the only one who passed. Roll your damage. I am. One second. Ah, God, just me dropping shit. Okay, I rolled a 15. And so, and how far are they pushed back? 10 feet. 10 feet, okay. Grab my little grabber here. Yoink. 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 Well, I mean, technically it would be yoink. And yoink. Even the one that passed the 
the save gets pushed? They they get pushed regardless no. if they just take half or No. No. Um if they on a successful save the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. Okay, good. That's what I wanted to be sure of. Okay, so and you rolled fifteen total? Yes. Okay. Where's my marker? As I now have to uncap the marker for this. God, math. Alright, so that's done. As Masuru charges forward. How far forward did I move from my spot? That's like 20 feet? Use the, the measuring tool. Yeah, 20 feet. Okay, and then I am... Uh, no, because if I move back, I'm going to provoke an attack of opportunity. I'm just going to stay there. That's my turn. I'm done. Okay. So as Masuru charges forward and thunder waves the, a bunch of the goblins, only for the one in front of her just to, to stay firmly planted, or the one in front of him to stay fir- firmly planted, uh, and who's next on the docket? It is... Oh, here we go. I need a d4 for this. All the goblins. No, D4 to decide who's attacking who. (laughs) Okay, so... First it is scout number five's turn. Going to attack... Masuru! Sorry, one second. I was talking to Cersei. You're getting attacked. Okay. Dice. Masuru? Yes. Hi. Yes. You are getting attacked. Sorry. I thought I thought that I was muted and then I unmuted myself, but apparently I had that backwards. Um My armor class is fifteen. Uh you rolled a seventeen. You're getting shot. That's rude. How much damage am I taking? Uh, you are taking... Five damage. But roll me a con save. We currently have advantage on con saves, right? Yep. Cool. I need that. Against poisons. Specifically poison. And I rolled... Am I being poisoned? Uh, you might be. Okay, well, regardless, the best that I rolled was my first roll anyways, and that was a 7. Uh, so my total con save is, uh, a 9. You're being poisoned. Cool. (laughs) I did everything I could to help you, and you still fail. Masuru got shot shot in the back with an arrow. 
The dice have to fail me sometimes, otherwise it's not fair, right? Okay, it's Goblin number five's turn. Wait, right. we... Oh, wait, am I sorry. Right. Coming back over to Masuru, you might be about to get clubbed. I uh, rolled an 11. He misses. Yay! As as you get hit in the you get hit in the the back uh, by an arrow, you you see number five scramble to his feet and come charging at you again. You just jump back. Okay. And Yay! Now it's Sensei's turn. Alrighty. Uh. How's Masudu looking to Sensei? Uh, like like Masuru has been shot. Okay. All right. Uh, Sensei will. Oof. Uh, requires touch. That's gonna be great. Um, Sensei is going to move over to Masudu, um, place uh, their hand on Masudu's back, uh, drop the the warhammer onto the ground with the other hand, uh, quickly and deftly. Uh, reach in, pull the arrow out while ca- casting Lesser Restoration. <laughs> okay, uh, roll me medicine. You got it. Oh yeah, that should be good enough. Uh, that's gonna be a 24. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, Masuda, your poison is cured. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're a good friend, War Machine Metal Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm really not sure how you want me to refer to you. So. Yep. And then, uh, bonus action. Um, Sensei's gonna go ahead and pick up the, uh, the hammer, uh, back up. Um, but in response to casting a spell above first level, um, Sensei is going to uh, say a few inspiring words to Masudu. Okay. We just started this and you're already coming down sick. Masudu, I need you to slaughter everything in your path and this is not the way to do it. Show me what you've got. Trust me, friend, I will do my best. Like, I'm the one who got shot. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> like, it's not my fault I got shot. I went and attacked the people. Like, I hurt two of them. I hurt all of them, actually, but I hurt two of them even worse. Like, yeah, but you know, when Sensei <laughs> does this, it's it's the drill sergeant programming, so he's so got to be I mean. Uh, I you, get get a, you get a free attack, though. Yay! I'm going to stab the bitch who shot me. <laughs> uh, that They're up on a roof. Well, I'm going to stab the bitch in front of me and pretend it's the one who shot me. There you go. Number four or number five? 
Number four. Okay. Go for it. I got a nat 20. Oh, yes! <laughs> Get him! Alright, so... Um, you, you like us to re-roll to confirm the hit, right? No. No? Okay. That was one of my other DMs. Sorry. I'm, I, my brain is not working properly. We're not playing 4.0. You're good. Okay. okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I have trauma re- relating to 4.0. Hey, it's gonna be t- uh, 10 damage. Uh, is that already doubled? No. No. No, okay, it is not. so it's 20. Yes. So, literally, as, uh, as Sensei begins the drill sergeant, and Masiru's like, I'm the one who got shot, and just very quickly turns with the, with the gimitar, and just cleaves off the, the arm of the goblin right in front of her that was looking pretty smug, uh, right in front of him that was looking pretty smug that he didn't get blown away by, by the spell. So, uh, is this better for you? <laughs> You have crippled a goblin. Congratulations. Thank you. So yeah, I'm going to turn back to Zetsu and be like, is this better? It's a start. (laughs) Alright, is that all for Sensei? Yeah, that's Sensei's turn. He's used everything. Oh, okay. Uh... Hold on. It is Scout number three's turn. And uh, Alexi, you're being fired at. I'm sorry, Alexi. I had to do this for Masuru. I'm no longer giving you cover. I appreciate it. Uh, they rolled a seven, so I think you're fine. Uh, and next uh, is number scout number four. What are you doing? Firing at Sensei. See how well that works. Bring it. That is an 18. Close, but no cigar. Not even close. (laughs) Alright, you don't have any right to be smug about an 18 uh, missing. Yeah, dickhead. Uh, What? It's number six's turn. Number six. It's going over here and jumping down. Okay. Oh, jeez. Smarter than the average goblin. And then it's fighter number six's turn. And he's going after Alexi. Yep. Hi. Hi, yoink. That is also, uh, that's an eight. That is also a miss. Wow, these goblins aren't hitting for shit. It's kind of making me angry. And it's Tegan's turn now. Alright. So, seeing that I was inspired, I want to make a show fix. So, I'm just going to go down here real quick. So that way I can get the like closer extraction of these two. Um, but wait, oh. but with that being said, 
I'm going to guess. Well, let me go back to my character sheet. So, considering this is like thatch and wood and whatnot, yeah, it's... Uh, I I want to ask the DM if I cast fireball on this, will it set it all ablaze to affect one and two? Theoretically, yes. That's right. amazing, and I support it. Okay. Because, you know, want to take out two birds, if we will. So, if you're fine with it, Shay, I'm going to roll to attack a firebolt on the building to set it on fire with oh, the goblins bolts, on top. not fireball, okay. Yeah, yeah, firebolt, <laughs> sorry. Imagine if Tegan had fireball, like, every... I was like, I was like, how do... Fuck, do you have fireball already? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was about to start getting cold sweats. I was like, nope, I can't be that gross. <laughs> He's just like, Tegan, I know we make I make fun of you for being a mountain hobo, but we love you, man. Please don't ever use that on us. <laughs> but it, if that's cool with you, that was my idea. It's a um, good idea. Go ahead and roll. Like, this is not a difficult roll, but I'm still making you roll for reasons. Okay. And... Oh, baby. Nat 20. Nat 20! Oh, shit! What is your damage for Firebolt? Uh, Should be 1d12, right? It's a 1d10. Ah, 1d10. Okay. Because you are lighting the whole roof on fire, and that's hay, so that's going to go up in flames, roll me 3d10s. 3d10s. Please tell me it's thatched hay. Oh, yeah. Ooh, baby. So, and it's also a nat 20, so he's doubling it when he's done. <laughs> Look, Kagan's just like, I know how to deal with goblins, sets their house on fire. We got 5, 7, 5, so 17, you said double 34. Oh. Wait, huh? So you said... Because he crit, yeah, cause, double damage. Yeah. It, should be a, it should just be a, a straight D10 times 2, then. No, yeah, because because he, he hit the... Three. Because he, he set the roof on fire. I told him to roll 3. Oh, sorry, I missed that part. Yeah. Ignore me. Pay attention, fool. <laughs> so, the second you, you go running over there, the two, the two goblins in front of you, like, pose on guards with their very crude weapons and they're ready... And then you just look at them for a split second before you you turn, and as you twist with a flick of your wrist, you send a firebolt at this roof, and the whole thing immediately goes up in flames. My one good roll for tonight. Yes. And kills. As soon as it catches on fire, it sets these two on fire, and they start screaming and trying to put themselves out. And they do not, as they they tumble off the roof dead. Congratulations, you killed two of them very quickly. I would like to thank Masaru and giving me these blessings. So <laughs> I am happy to help. <laughs> Holy shit! You did that pretty fast. And, you know, what's great about that, if there were any more goblins inside of that building... 
We'll just listen for the screams. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, yeah uh, after a few moments, you definitely hear it. Way to go, Tegan. So what exactly is Tegan's kill count at now? <laughs> for sure. Score-wise, gotta get them all. We'll, we'll count the bodies afterwards. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, Shay? Yeah? Remember I, I had... Uh, you held your uh, attack, activa- yeah. Yeah. You held your action, yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Alright. Well, it's definitely gonna attack the guy up for, uh, at 8 on me. That is going to... Hit because I rolled a natural eighteen. Yeah, you hitting. And then that's going to be eleven damage. Eleven damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. As what? You just punch him in the face? Yeah. Okay, and uh, number six, as I have to do math. There we go. You just cold cock him. Some of his teeth are coming out now. A little bit of blood coming out of his nose. Alright. <clears throat> Next on the docket is uh, number two, who is very terrified of what just happened, is going to try to charge Tegan. He rolled a 15. Tegan's getting hit. I was going to say, that's my AC, so does that mean I'm hit? Or is Meter like beat. Corn yeah. flip? You're gonna t- you're gonna take four damage. All right. And roll me a con save with advantage. So roll twice and take the bigger number. Mm-hmm. Oh. For those of you who cannot see the map because you're listening to this as a podcast. The uh, there the goblin scouts were were all up very high on like the little shacks and buildings that they had made. So they uh, take it did possibly the the most uh accurately demoralizing thing that he could. Teed with the was the tops. What what was your So my first roll was nine, but with the total on the second one I got fourteen. Oh, okay. You you passed. You're not poisoned. Yes. Congratulations. And it is number four's turn. And they're going to swing back at Masuru, even after... Actually, hold up. Let's see if they can manage it. Excuse you. I cut off one of his arms. Unless he's ambidextrous, he should have disadvantage. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Thank you. I love 20'd. you. That's rude. And as he swings That's forward, rude. as he swings forward and headbutts you in the gut, and he just, just like with a little bounce up, a little jump, he just headbutts you in the gut. 
quick question, um, because we're friends and you love me, can I roll to throw up on him for, like, one point of psychic damage? <laughs> it won't be throw up, it'll be a hairball. Masuda just coughs a hairball. Yes! In face. <laughs> Please? Yeah, fucking go for it. Okay, I rolled an 18. What's my hairball modifier? Why is this a Like, it's legitimate, considering he did ten damage to you with one headbutt. Your ribs are a little bruised with that. Uh, Honestly, I'm willing to take that if it means I get to hawk a hairball at a fucking goblin. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Just immediately, in response, you just, Uh, on the goblin. And the goblin's like, what the hell? You can see it in his face. He's just like, what is wrong with you? Masuru's just gonna kind of smile back at him. What is happening? Okay. Oh god, whose turn is it next? It's number sevens. Uh, And they're going after... They're gonna go this way. And uh, next, it is number one's turn. Who is going after Tegan? And let's see. They rolled a five. They are not hitting you. Yes. Getting hit once was enough. And whose turn is it next? Oh, it's number three's turn. Number three is going this way towards Tegan. And then number eight is going after Alexi. And that was a 10. That does not hit you. (laughs) These goblins are rolling very poorly, and I am very upset by it. Alright, that's the end of the round. We are now at the top of the round again, Alexi. Alexi, are you muted? Alexi? Yo. It is your turn. Alright, sweet. Now, I just gotta make sure about one little thing. The way all this is set up. Perfect! (laughs) Alright, we are going to... Hmm. Alright, I'm going to cast Shatter. Right... Oh, wait. How do you get the pointer again? 
Uh, it's the little, the little teardrop. Teardrop, boom. I want to cast Shatter. Right? Wait. No, no, that's bad. Wait. These guys would not be in range of it. Yeah, they're not going to be in range of it. It's all good. But I'm going to cast Shatter right here. So it's going to hit here pretty much. What's the radius? Uh, 10. So if I cast it here, it's going to hit all the way up here. Okay, so... All the way up here and all this stuff. Oh, shit. Uh, it's just gonna hit. It's gonna hit six and eight. That's all it is. Are you kidding me? You horrible people putting these pink dots everywhere. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that worked right there with the yellow one. Sorry, go ahead. I was trying to clean up my mess. Yeah, so I'm just gonna hit six and uh six and eight with that. Oh, okay. And Constitution save. Oh boy. I hope they do well, question mark. Uh, six failed. Eight rolled a dirty 20. Okay. So eight will be taking half damage. Okay. And roll me the damage. That is what I am doing, good lady. Damn, that was that was some good damage. Twenty-four. Okay, twenty-four. Uh, and twenty-four and twelve, so six. Number six is dead. Nice. Damn, guys. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And number eight. Okay, as as you cast Shatter, uh, number six was already looking pretty worse for wear, and uh, the force of it just sort of pulls him apart at the scenes as he goes tumbling over and crumples over dead. And uh, number eight manages to withstand it, but uh, he, he's looking a little woozy. Okay. Anything else, Alexi? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to five foot step here. Up one. Okay. Here. Yeah. So I will five foot step up one. There we go. To disengage, pretty much. But I mean, you can't disengage. As it... It's a uh, to disengage is a full action, I think. No, but if you five foot step, it's not uh, what you call it. it's not a um, attack of opportunity, right? I think they changed to to, to a disengage action in five. Yeah, five E is if you move out of that five foot radius. 
it's no, I thought if you ran ran out or moved, did a full movement, but if you five foot step, you're good. It, it's then the second you, the you step out of the five foot range. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's uh, it's a uh, the disengage action is a combat action a creature can take to avoid opportunity attacks. By taking this action, the creature actively acts defensively, defensively as they move, preventing enemies from delivering any opportunity attacks. Um, and uh, rogues can do it as a bonus action. So it's a, it a bonus action, but yep. I do use my movement since I'm moving. Yeah, but you would still get attack of opportunity by number eight. Because you're stepping outside. Like, if you're going the five feet, you're stepping to the edge of his radius. Yeah, it says here it's a full action, oh, not a move action. action. Yeah, it's a full action to take the okay, disengage. Okay, 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 okay. I was just making sure. Okay. Then I'll stay, I'll stay here, then. Okie dokie. Because full action, I wouldn't have been able to uh, shatter that. Okay. And that's... Uh, anything else, Alexi? Nope, I'm good. Okay, it is Masuru's turn. Okay. I just remembered that on my last turn and my uh, attack on Sensei's turn... I had forgotten about a couple of my feats, so I'm going to be better and use those this time. Um, yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, that might help. <laughs> so I am going to use my guitar and stab this boy. Stabbing number five? Yeah. Oh. And I rolled. Do, 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 do. I got a total of 16 to hit. That hits. Yay! Okay. So, uh, because of my fighting style, which was dueling, um, I get plus two to my damage roll. So, that's gonna make my damage uh, I rolled a five. So, I get seven damage. Okay. You get seven for... Wait, you rolled a five? Yeah, no, sorry. I told you guys, I can't math today. Okay, hold on. Up. Uh, okay, it's uh, nine damage. There you go. Underneath the water. Okay. Uh, um, as I have to locate wherever. Uh, on five. But then I also have the feat um, Blade Flourish, uh, where when I make an attack on my turn and land a weapon attack, I can choose. Of, like, one of three options. And I'm going to choose Slashing Flourish, which causes extra damage to the target that I hit and any mm -hmm. other creature within five feet. So it's going to also cause damage to, um, four. And that damage is going to be four damage. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So, number four, especially with a flick of your wrist, wrist and just flourishing... Uh, number four looks like, oh, the, both of them sort of look like they're on their last legs. I've done, like, over 30 damage to number four. Just let him die. <laughs> uh, hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't do this. You do do this. You make these encounters. I do, but, like, realistically... <laughs> I do not control the die. Uh, and then, before I end my turn, I'm going to turn to Sensei and be like, 
I'm trying to slash up all of our enemies. Let's see what you can do now. And now Sensei has Bardic Inspiration. Uh, you just overrode Alexi's. I didn't know that you had... I forgot that you hadn't used it yet. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's, okay. it's fine. Carry on. I am no. sorry. No, it doesn't. Because now you can't use it for attack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It happens. Mr. Er, freaking Jess, are you playing with the pointer again? Always. Okay. Well, it is... It is... Whose turn is it? Uh, it's number five's... Er, scout number five's turn. He's gonna shoot at Alexi. And that is... That's a 14. Miss. No, your spell DC is 14. Spell DC? Your AC. I'm sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. Sorry! My AC is 15. Your AC is 15. Yes, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm tired, shut up! Okay, so that, that misses. And then... Whose turn is next? Uh, number five. And number five just nat 20 to hit Masuru. Oh, jeez. Why do you keep doing this to me? It's okay. Your cleric is right there. <laughs> I know, but, like, still, that's rude. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, oof. That's 16 damage. As as the as the revenge strike from Goblin Number Five, as he brings up his his little cleaver and just yeah in you in, the, in your side. Um, so I have a total of thirty six hit points. I currently have five left. <laughs> Don't tell me that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's meta. But also, Sensei, uh, he don't look good. No worries, I already know what I'm doing on my turn. I'm sorry. He basically just got cleavered to the side. <coughs> and now it's Sensei's turn. Uh, this is going to be real easy. Uh, cure Wounds at level 2 and Healing Word on Masudo back to back. Okay, you, you roll them healing points. Alright, give me a moment. Ooh, alright, that'll be good healing. Uh, that's gonna be 15 plus 5, so 20 HP of healing from the Cure Wounds. And max 9 from the uh, Healing Word. There you go, Masiru. I appreciate you. And on top of all that, you get some snarkiness. You ready? I'm ready. So, uh, Sensei's gonna slip into drill sergeant mode again and, uh, look at Masudu, um, while grabbing Masudu's, uh, 
fur from behind from the 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 cure wounds touch. Oh, no. You being scolded. <laughs> and uh, since he's gonna it's gonna uh, look at Masudu, stop toying with your prey. They're on their last legs. Why are you taking so long to end their existence? This is unacceptable, Masudu. I expect better. I'm sorry, Sensei. Uh, make one basic attack, and make it on four, please. <laughs> you got scruffed. <laughs> 19 to hit. <laughs> okay, I'm not even gonna make you roll damage. Four is dead. <laughs> okay. Um, he, and, he, has and this two, he has two HP left. The, the feat for blade for for blade four is just as if you land a weapon attack. So does that still account? Does it still count now? Uh, technically it does. Yes. Sick. Um. So the number five gets five damage. Okay. Number five is also not looking great. Yay. <laughs> but number four is dead. Congrats. Finally. Another swing of Masaru's bl- blade finally finishes off the the mangled goblin in front of in front of him and in sideswipes the, the other one that just just hit him. And Masudu, I assume, is at full health, yeah? Yeah, uh, it should be. Uh you did twenty points and then nine, so that would that would uh, from my five points got me back up to 34. Okay. What's your max? 36. Oh, uh, close enough. And two points away. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> Thank you. I'm burning through my spell slots on you alone. You're aware, Shay. I'm down to one level two, two level ones. Okay. That's what I it's time for you to start stomping. Uh, it is goblin five point. Uh, it's this this goblin. Uh, turn scout number three, and uh, they're going to be shooting at sensei. Bring it. Uh, you might be in trouble. Okay. They, they met, they, they hit the 22. Um, both of them? You have 22 for your AC right now. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Both of them hit the 22? Only one is attacking right now. Oh, Okay. You said they, so I was like, oh, shit. I am pronouning these goblins. <laughs> yeah. Alright, roll damage. Okay, well. Uh, that's 12 damage, homie. Okay. No big deal there. Um, con save? Uh, you are a Warforged, so you can't really be poisoned. I have advantage and resistance versus poison, not immunity. Okay, then yes. Alrighty. 
That's going to be a 21. Okay, then technically, because the poison damage was 6, so technically you only took uh, 9 damage, since you have resistance. Okay. Actually, no, it's also corrosive. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, anywho. And next is number 4. See who is he attacking? Also shooting at Sensei. And missing, because that was a five. And scout number six is going over here. And fighter number six. Where the Fraggle Rock is six? I kill, didn't I kill six? Six is dead. Why are you yep. still on here, six? Damn, homie. And well, no, scout number six, and then now it's Taken's turn. I was thinking about that because I was looking at it. And I was just like, "Why is six on here?" <laughs> okay. okay, but it's Taken's turn. So just make sure I have this right. I have two goblins in front of me, and then I yep. have one, like, to the right of me. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of feet. he's about to zoom you. Alright. Give me a second. Um, so I want to look at the two goblins in front of me and be like, do you realize who we are? Can we have monologue between, like... Are you trying to intimidate them? Maybe, but first, I wanted to ask them, like, if they realize who we are. Uh, And the cobbler just sort of look at you like, why is that important? Because, and then from here... I'm going to cast another fireball all the way over to the other building. Or, not fireball, but fire fireball. Yeah, yeah. You, you do got the range on Just, it. Like, it's more of me asking them and be like, and then just like backhand if this is. Okay, roll, homie. Okay. Are we doing normal roll? Or yeah, because you have I'm to not... roll the caster spell. Well, I'm not looking at the building, though. Would it be disadvantage or regular? Yes. Just roll. Well, hold okay. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He's doing this as a disadvantage because he's trying to intimidate. What I'm saying is he also, don't forget you have bardic inspiration. From the So, does that even it out, if you will? 
Well, hey, it means that you get to roll a d6 with your roll. Yeah. So you would definitely use... Oh, right. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see how this goes. I'm going to pick the one dice I haven't used. No. Oh, baby. I got an 18. Okay. Right. As... I was just saying, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you as you flick your hand over here, oh my god, this is a bigger space. So, roll me four d10s, homie. Me? Yeah, you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who else would I be talking to? Jess, I, I don't know. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, all these guys are dead. As you set the other building on fire. So we have like these goblins in front of me, and I'm just like, yeah, and they're just behind me. There's just building, just burning up in flames and screaming happening. As uh, <laughs> as uh, as they they do this, uh, as you do this, uh, you've successfully intimidated these goblins as they're just looking and they're like, oh shit. Yes. Yes. That was perfect. I think we all know who gets MVP on this fight. Yeah. This tag is just like, like the fact that, that Shane thought to add, ask, he's like, those are thatched roofs, right? Almost set them on fire. It just kind of worked out. Okay. As you managed to intimidate both of them, uh, it is Goblin number two's turn right after you. Uh, he's gonna book it, so you do have attack of opportunity. The irony of this whole conversation was uh, like running away from goblins, and or I should say, them running away. This is the whole problem. But you said attack of opportunity. Yeah. So what so, do I roll for that? Uh, an attack. You can you can hit him. Okay. I got 14 <laughs> for the hit. Uh, 14 does hit. Okay. So, damage. For damage, I got an 8. Just to swipe at him as he's running away. Yeah. And he's over here now. And now it is. Where are the. Goblin number seven's turn? 
You just witnessed that. Let's see how demoralized he is. Uh, he's also booking it. And, uh, goblin number one is also running for it. And you get another attack of opportunity. Uh, you only get one per round, because you have to use your reaction for it. Yeah. Okay. What was I going to say? Unless you have, like, Trench Fighter, I think it is. Yeah, I that's a right. I got so it wouldn't matter anyway. Okay. Anywho. And then number three is turn. Uh, he's running this way. Uh, number eight's turn. Oh my god, don't roll off the table. Uh, number eight doesn't know any better and is still gonna swing at Alexi. And he nat one So literally he was so distracted by that catching fire that he swung at Alexi and slipped and fell face down. It's that, uh, panic swing, if you will. Yeah. Okay, we are at the end of the round. Evens are odds, folks. Odds? Odds. So how you doing, Jess? I feel well, tonight. I, I rolled for it, like I always do. Oh. And... And and I, and I I got I got a two. Okay, so one uh, e one evens. So that means I will choose evens. You sons of bitches! How dare you! How I am dare you! <laughs> what do you mean? How dare us? How dare us? How dare you? How dare oh, me? You gave us the option. I did. I didn't think about it with four players. Hold up. You guys are the worst. As, ask, uh, you know what? Uh, ask seriously, evens or odds. Get back to me on that. The death. The carnage. Jess. What? She vanished. <laughs> what She'll happened? Be back. What happened? Give her a moment. Give her a second. Give me like thirty seconds. I'm about to put my phone on charger. Oh no. Oh no. And we're still recording. Holy crap. Let me pause this for a second. <laughs> and we're back. Sorry about that. We had a small emergency. Uh, it was nothing bad. Don't worry. But we're all back. Um, 
Okay, so where were we? We were at the end of the round. I, I initially said ask seriously evens or odds to tie break. Oh, okay, one second. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. He says <laughs> evens. He said evens, okay. No! He broke the trifecta! Okay. Or quadfectra. So, as, uh... As uh, as this 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 building is catching fire and you hear goblins screaming, several several goblins come out of it. Hold up, where's my goblin symbol? And one hobgoblin. And then as as these uh these few get to the the gate, the wargs come barreling back in and chomp on the runaways. Okay. Well, well that's the easy fix for those guys right there. Hold up. Uh, they they need to be bigger. As they, yeah, they're 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 a little singed. As they they come uh, stomping, as they 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 come running out, and they all look at you. These uh, these goblins look a little different than the rest of the goblins. Uh, as uh, they they seem incredibly unhappy with the situation that is that has just happened, and uh, the 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 serpent sort of arches herself back and goes, "Oh, you didn't think it would be that simple, did you? I despise cowards, and it's almost the same as disloyalty." And uh, as she begins pushing through the little broken pieces of wood over here and stops in front of all of you. I need a thing for her. I need a thing for her. Where? There's gotta be like, one of these symbols is like a face symbol, right? Is it the tree? Boom, there you go. Oh shit. Oh no. Yeah, no, let's, let's, let's not use the dragon one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't use the dragon one. Let's make a bait. Uh, hold up. We don't need the dragon one. We need this one. This one will work. Because we have actual dragons in this campaign, guys. <laughs> Wait, what? Do we? You got, we actually you have dragons in my D&D? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As she slithers forward and uh, looks at all of you and goes, Well, let's see if you can meet my challenge. I have been attempting for some time now to influence every one of you. But unfortunately, it seems the Wilder got to you first, which means you're all officially disposable. And that's where we're stopping for the night. Uh, of course. Um, I have several concerns. Oh, yes, and what are these concerns? Uh... It basically boils down to, am I going to have to roll a new character? <laughs> That's a very good question. Mm-hmm, 
I found your I find your answer very reassuring. Thank you very much for that. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, the first time I played D and D, I got one shot on my first move. Yeah, like... we've seen it happen before, though. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't worry, Masudo. All we need is one toe bean and Alexi's money, and we can bring you back. <laughs> one toe I bean have... and Alexi's money? Toe... <laughs> uh, y'all do realize my money is officially <laughs> broke at this moment after getting everybody's gear? <laughs> Anyway, so uh, we don't we don't have any we don't have any closing announcements. Uh, I have one closing announcement. Uh, is it the usual one? No. Okay, go ahead. It is spooky season. Happy Halloween. Wait, what? It's no, not, it's not. No. It is spooky season. No. It's it still no. August. No, no. This no. is gonna be posted no. in September. It's no. spooky season. No, no, no. I am yes. October baby. You have. I no have played this entire that. session you have no. wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas sweater that and is drinking your fault. from a Ray Dunn Halloween mug. It that is, is spooky fault. season. No. Nope. Denied. I, I, as an October baby, right. deny that. Yeah, it's spooky he's, season. He's got a point. He's got seniority. It you will, you will save that enthusiasm for a month. Yeah, you will no. save it for the actual month. Either that I or, will have my just, enthusiasm. Either that, or, either that or just until. spew it at me privately. Okay. Anyway, there's, there's uh, that, that went off the rails very quickly. Holy shit. Uh, you know, uh, once again, remember... spooky season. Get out of here. spooky season. <laughs> Anywho, uh, well, believe me, like, once it is officially October, we will all become extremely obnoxious. Like, we... Like, it ain't at Target yet. Don't oh, yes, it is. Hey. It's at Target. It's at Dollar Tree. It's at Walmart. It's everywhere. Are it's you? at home. Anyway, place. children. <laughs> God. Uh, remember, remember to stay hydrated, people. Fucking drink that water, or once again, we will show up and beat you up. Happy Halloween. And hey, if it's oh. birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> I hope you have a yes. great one. As our birthdays have just passed. And August is terrible. Like, yeah. Yeah, and Marcus, Marcus, and uh, or Bows and Mercers are coming up. Anywho, thank you all so much for joining us, and to be continued in the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>